basic education. All South Africans have a constitutional right to basic education. But are government's policies fulfilling this right? The Studies in Poverty and Inequality Institute, or SPY, are releasing a report today to seek answers to that question. I began by asking the author of the report, freelance education lawyer Sean Franklin, whether matric pass rates are a good enough measure of our success in education. No, and we've got into a, a great deal of this in the research report. We really make a case, I think, that more attention needs to be paid on pass rate beyond grade 10, as well as dropout and retention rates need to be looked at as well. The rates of, of learners passing through from grade 10 to grade 12 is around 50%. So most students are not even taking the matric exam. The amount of students that are passing the exam when compared to grade 10 enrollment from two years prior is around 40%, and it's been around that rate for quite some time. A huge concern for us is that six out of every 10 of South Africans younger than 25 are currently unemployed. How closely is that related to the issues of poor capacity and, and, and lack of governance in, in the sector of basic education? It's closely related. I mean, there's obviously a lot of other compounding factors that deal with the state of the economy and um, the availability of jobs. But you look at other statistics there, too, and um, I believe the South African um, Labor uh, report that just came out from SSA had said that students even who had gained the matric certificate, I believe around 43% of those students are unemployed or not in education or training. And I think that really speaks to the level of preparedness that, that the education system is able to provide because it's, it's not really enabling a lot of learners with uh, opportunities for either further study or for employment upon graduation. While conditions at schools need to be improved, there's also a problem where communities see the conditions in the community are not feasible for education. There's a number of schools that have been closed by communities because of demands for better roads. How does your report speak to the issues broader than just within the school, such as scholar transport? Yeah, scholar transport's an interesting issue. Um, And there's recently been a policy that's been developed um, primarily by the Department of Transport. And one of the issues that has really come up with that is should it be the Department of Basic Education or should it be the Department of Transport that's, that's really spearheading that policy? And um, the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee really um, has raised some issues with um, that, that, that the DBE really needs to be in charge of that and, and take control of, of that issue because ultimately they're the ones that, that need to be held responsible and accountable to make sure that children are able to physically access schools, whether it's by provided transport or whether it's um, ensuring that other um, departments are, are fulfilling their obligations, but, but there needs to be a central role player that really takes some um, responsibility and, and a lead role in making sure that um, communities are given uh, the right services to, to um, be able to have functioning schools and schools that are accessible to students. That's Sean Franklin, a freelance education lawyer and author of a report on basic education. Now, Elijah Mplangu is the spokesperson to the Minister of Education. I began by asking him whether the department would agree to scholar transport to be held within their portfolio. The core business of the Department of Education is curriculum and nothing else. It's easy to say education must take over this function, but when you really get into the integrities of it, you realize that education will just collapse. We, we do be assisting the other departments, but even in doing so, we realize that we're actually taking far too much than what we can handle. So when people do research or when people want to criticize, they must just go back to say, 
what is the core business of education. And if they do that, then they'll realize that more than half of the things that we're currently doing are things that we shouldn't be doing. But talking about the other issue that you raised of capacity in the department, we have just created a directorate which started operating uh, this year. We call it rural education because we understand that there are unique circumstances that affect our learners and our schools in the rural areas. And that directorate focuses specifically on the plight of our learners and our schools in the rural areas. And we believe with that we'll get a greater understanding of the dynamics that are involved for us to be able to put in place interventions that will be specific to those people that found themselves in areas that are far away from urban areas. We believe that we will be we'll be seeing some changes because the team does its work outside the office because that's where the real work is. And we believe that uh, with the minister having reconfigured the branch that is responsible for district monitoring and support, we are going to begin to see a difference in terms of the performance in learner outcomes that will be coming from uh, the district.